this just in. We have some hot fucking news for you. Hot off the fucking aggressive presses. Yes. Listen to us now. You little fox. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that You're last time. You're very spicy one. today. I'm so sorry. We but, love you. But hey. I'm pumped because we have a huge announcement. And, and <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a huge announcement starting from this week. We are doing weekly episodes on our Patreon. That's right. We're doubling the fuck up. That's crazy. Four new episodes a month. Five, depending on how that month lands in terms of weeks <laughs> on the calendar. Rebecca. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Because also we were doing just like movie by movie reviews. Yeah. We're switching it up. Mm. We're doing breakdowns. Like we're doing just oh. like elongated chats about our recommendation. This week we are doing a breakdown of the Free Britney movement. Yes. And the conservatorship. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. For this one, and we're going to keep doing so. We're still going to do some movies sometimes, or yeah, deep dives into things, breakdown of things. So get over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the ladies guide to dude cinema. It's just seven dollars AUD for all of the exclusive content, or we also have a new tier purely just for ad free mm-hmm. main feed episodes. Yes, for three dollars AUD. Oh. Can you believe? Amazing. A bargain. So if you want to support us, but you just don't really feel like extra content or you're not able to uh, head over for just three bucks a month, you can get all of our main feed apps without ads. Mm, beautiful. It's just more of us. Stunning. All right. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> Let's fucking get it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Just stunning, yeah? Yeah, absolutely love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex Shea and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Beck Choward. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have begged, pleaded, yelled at us from the balconies to watch. (laughs) Please! Watch them. Watch the movie. I'll die. I'll cut off my arm, they scream, if you don't watch these movies. Boys, boys, don't cut off your arm. No, we're here. We're listening. We're watching. It's <laughs> <laughs> that focus. Yes. Um, uh, Alexia, yes. how are you this week? I'm well, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Mm. Um, Just chuffing along. Chuffing along. Yeah. We're in week eight of lockdown, Um, I think. Yeah. Something and, like that. And then this week we hit the highest numbers that we've seen in New South Wales. Yeah. So it's just a, that's kind of my vibe at the moment. Yeah. I'm just like, we're in this uh, forever. So why yeah. not get busy? Um, yes. <laughs> so I've, I've been guessing on a bunch of podcasts. Like nice. anyone who wants me to guest on anything, I'll do it. Yeah. Yesterday cool. I had to record three podcasts in one day and it was heavenly. Woo. I got a little bright, a stress pimple nice. on my chin here. I was like, oh, missed you. <laughs> been a hot minute since I had one of these. you in ages. Yes. How are you? What have you been up to? So get me on all the things and everything. I want a full beard of zits. <laughs> Another time we get out of here. <laughs> 
Alexi, what about you? What's been uh, going on? I've been kind of going the other way. I've taken like uh, I've taken more of a backseat to life mm. in backseat being my couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just silence and just little existential crises just peppered in here and there. Yeah. Um, which I'll then message you about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll talk it through. So that's kind of been like the, the structure of my days lately. Yeah. Hey, busy. You've, it's always something going busy. on. Yeah. And it's been, it keeps me busy. I think like we've become expert spiralers. Oh, um, yeah. And just like really like I love getting skeptical mm. and critical about the smallest of things with you. It's oh, been yeah. Real. I love spending an hour on it just because then at the end it's cathartic. Yeah. And then you come out of it, you're like, yeah, we really broke that down. Yeah. We changed the world. Mm. I have like so many. One tiny, tiny pinprick of a section of it. <laughs> exactly. I have so many new enemies that are unnecessary. Oh, they don't even know about yeah, it. Yeah, they don't even know. I can't wait to come and lock down and see everyone in the flesh <laughs> and be like, oh, I actually love. Well, this is really nice. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? But it's for now, a great time. Not a lot to focus on outside <laughs> of it. So. <laughs> uh, but- uh, I made kimchi yesterday. That was why well, I didn't. Wow. Sorry, I shouldn't take the credit. Luke made uh, kimchi from scratch. I was, he texted me and he's like, don't let her get away with it. <laughs> She's going to tell you <laughs> that she made this fucking kimchi. She did not. She was she crying didn't. on the couch. I made the kimchi. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, babe, I would never throw you under the bus like that. <laughs> so you watched your partner make kimchi. What was that like? It was great. (laughs) How does one make kimchi? It's a big process. You get all this cabbage, you put it in a big bucket and you brine it overnight and then Mm. you just like got to put all this shit in it and then put it in a 18 degrees fridge so it ferments and I don't know, there's a whole process. Does does that mean you have a separate fridge for the kimchi? Yeah. What? The little bar fridge. It's not, he also, sorry, this is just getting into just my life. Uh, he also brews, so it's the brew fridge as uh, well. Oh, yes, I've seen the brew fridge. That's very <laughs> impressive. Thank you. <laughs> we just go full inner west. We're brewing, yeah. we're kimchi, <laughs> we're propagating devil's ivies. Oh, know. my God. Yes, living the millennial inner west Millennial dream. inner west life. Yeah, that's I mean, I've why not? Too. I wish I had learned to cook or do anything Me in this too. lockdown. I just stare at my phone and just watch things and yeah, that's nothing it, productive. I have a bad back from staring at my phone too much. Same. I've had to start, okay, stretching my neck <laughs> at the end of the day and doing like like these yes. ones where you push up to like get all of the fluid out so I don't get a double chin. <laughs> how fucking nasty is that? But that's how lockdown's going. <laughs> <laughs> but like stretching fluid out of yes. next. but it hasn't gone to waste okay mm-hmm. so uh what we have watched this week yes let's get into it yeah so i just want to say um i am fine anyone i do yeah. sounded a bit dire don't worry i was exaggerating i'm fine i'm having the best time i've never i've never cried in my life don't worry um, uh, maybe just like if you worry though, just send Alex J money. Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. That always makes as much <laughs> as like people are like money doesn't buy you happiness. Yeah, yes, it does. Having online purchases and things to look forward to, the best at the moment. Oh, sorry. Oh, before we move on to our recommendations, on that mm. note, I have noticed. I've just kind of realized, like we kind of talked about this on the Patreon last week. Of like, there's just not a lot. Obviously, everyone, like, there's so many worse situations, but there's just not a lot of opportunities for dopamine hits these days. Yes. 
especially like in our industry, like you just don't have that rush of going up on stage at, at night and getting that kind of like endorphins and shit. Mm. So what I decided to do and I've decided I ca- cannot continue this hobby, but I did it once was do a big online shop <gasps> of clothes from a place that does free returns so that I got a, a delivery one day and got to spend half an hour trying on new clothes. Oh my God. God. I returned most of them because <laughs> I can't afford this hot, hot habit. But it was it was an it was nice for Still, one day to look forward to the rush that yeah. you get of like getting a package and like being like, what does it look like? And there was like a lot it. of things to try. So I recommend that if you can <laughs> formulate it so that you go somewhere that does have free returns, you're not stuck with like an a, a insane yeah. amount of purchase. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been. That's yes, my little baby. lockdown recommendation. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, watching. Okay, so this week I, uh, in all my time spending on the internet mm. and on watching things, I've discovered something that is going to change the movie watching game for <gasps> everyone. If you don't already know about this. Oh, okay, shit. so get, I texted you about this earlier in the week. I was like, get excited. Mm. Oh, yes. For fucking this wreck. Okay, this is the best thing I've ever discovered my whole life apart from this podcast. So... <laughs> was on TikTok and there was this guy that has like a series of like websites that you should know about. And he recommended this website called a good movie to watch.com. Oh, so it is a website where you type in the mood of the movie <gasps> that you want. Stop it. And it gives you a list of recommendations and they're all like, you can sort <gasps> it by like review runtime, like who's in it, like. Whoa. And it's amazing. It's also super accurate. Like, so I've watched two movies from it in the What's last week. Sorry? A good movie to watch. Right, I'm just going to put that into my browser now. Do it. A good movie. Oh, there you go. First, first option. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and it's all they have like a random button. If you don't know what you feel like, it just comes up with a movie, tells you all about it. <gasps> okay, so. This week I watched two movies. Both of them are quite sad because that is the vibe that we're That's feeling. The mood. What kind, what words did you put in? Uh, this one was like to um, come up with these. First one was like good acting and like uh, I think that was the main thing was good acting. Mm. It's called The Drop. It's got Tom Hardy and James Gandolfini in it. Great. Yeah, and it's uh, just about like. Uh, weird like kind of like running drugs through like the bar system in some city so good so yes i never heard of it before and it was fantastic and you love james gandolfini right now obsessed with him and he was (gasps) amazing at tom hardy as well who like i haven't fully been sold on before mm, same. i'm now i'm like he's one of the most talented actors of all time his performance in it is mind blowing oh my god i want to watch it yes I have to see it mm-hmm. Al- right yeah also there's a cute dog in it john wick vibes Ooh, we love i love mm. um, Great. the second movie i watched uh was i was in the mood for something based on a true story mm-hmm. uh which is 2019 movie called dark water mm-hmm. um it's got Mark Ruffalo, Anne Hathaway, someone else I can't remember who's a very big name, <laughs> but it's based on a true story about uh, a big chemical company um, and uh, called DuPont. You may have heard of it. Basically, it's about them poisoning a community Jeez. and the whole legal battle that went on behind that. 
so interesting, so emotional. I cried tears of sadness. I cried tears of happiness. <gasps> I love multiple types of tears. Yeah, and like so well produced. Like although it is ultimately very sad. Okay. So, the end amazing amazing you will throw out all of your fry pans i have ordered an entire new set of fry pans because of watching this so fry pans. you'll see That's i don't want to spoil I, I don't want to spoil but fuck me it was wor- i literally as soon as it ended went on house.com 300 dollars down really threw all the fry pans in the bin well i mean i'm open to some online shopping so mm. maybe this is the reason i need for my next little splurge yes oh absolutely it's so I think one of the best movies I've watched Great. this year. Fuck yeah. Um, fun little fact mm. as well. Um, if you listen, you're like, the name DuPont. Why do I know the name DuPont? I am thinking that. Yeah. So do you remember the movie uh, Foxcatcher that had Steve Carell in it? No. Okay. So it is a movie, again, based on a true story about this like very rich guy who uh, lived on this estate. He was like very crazy, like a drug addict, and he got obsessed with wrestling mm-hmm. so much so that he like got a bunch of wrestlers and uh, built them like a house on his property to like live with them and hang out with what? them and train with them, right? And then he ended up killing one of them. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, because he was like crazy. Uh, and that man is a member of the DuPont family, <gasps> the same family who owns this fucking chemical company oh shit yeah so and fry pan company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or is no um, exci- mm. yes mm. so that's a fun little connection to see how like fucked, fucked how deep the level of fucked this company goes oh my god wow yeah you're like educating yourself and stuff that's amazing thank you so much i'm I am trying my best yeah. i mean after big trouble in little china i was like <laughs> i've had my fun <laughs> i need to grow up you know, find my way in the world. Oh, I really want to watch both of those. Yeah, obsessed, really good. Great. So thank you to a goodmovie.com. Also, a second app shout-out I would like to make. Uh, I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but there's an app uh, called Just Watch, uh, Mm -hmm. which basically you just type in a movie and it will tell you where you can stream it from. (gasps) I don't think you've mentioned that before, but that's life-changing. Yes, exactly. So it's like a good to use with a good movie to watch because – it is based on like US streaming services. Okay. So it'll be like, this is available on like HBO Max and stuff. And they're like, well, we don't have that. Yeah, um, yeah. So it is like a good two step system of typing in there and then seeing where you can get it in Australia on Just Watch. What a beautiful partnership. You so much. I feel like, and I feel like I'm like, I finally am a movie person. Yeah. I, I know things. I source things. I, it's I'm amazing. Just breaking down the matrix of the small screen. And. That brings us to our new sponsor, a good movie to watch.com and justwatch.com. Thanks no. for being on board. Yes. <laughs> Not yet, but if you Not are listening, yet, please, for the listening. love of fucking God. Um, we do a great ad read, we promise. <laughs> Alexia, mm. what have you watched this week? Enough about me, my goodness. More about you. Always. Stop. That's my request. But okay, I have been watching, I started watching that new show, Ted Lasso. <gasps> yes. Have I already talked to you about it? No, but no. I have heard whisperings of Ted Lasso for so long. So long, right? And to the point where I was almost never going to watch it because there were too many whisperings. Like it was bordering yes. on that. But I'm really glad I did because I'd always heard that it's, it's just like really funny and heartwarming. And then I was like, well, those two things don't go together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one or the up. other. But it turns out they have managed to nail exactly perf- like the perfect amount of heartwarming but still really funny. Um, I highly recommend it. 
to everyone. Nice. It's, yeah, and it's it, the stakes aren't too high. Things get resolved. It's just a beautiful, like very cathartic kind of watch, especially for if you're in lockdown and just want some happiness, but also like really good writing. Hell yes. Who's yeah. the lead in that? That's Jason Sudeikis. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, and a oh, the ca- perfect combo of funny and heartwarming. Oh, he is. He's beautiful. Yes. And he plays a very heartwarming character. And a cast of others that I actually don't recognize really many people, um, but really, really great. Fuck yes. Yeah. And good, like, I, I feel like good uh, representation of the genders and stuff. Like, yeah, I like oh, it. We love, we stand. All right. And also our fave new segment um, is just reading out lovely nice, messages that you guys send nice us. people say nice things <laughs> we need to find like a name for the yeah. listeners of this podcast oh yeah we're talking about that we don't really have like a nickname for our listeners yeah so uh, can you guys figure <laughs> so, yeah. it out for us <laughs> put in your votes and we'll pick our favorite one um cool. yeah we'll do. let us know if you have any ideas cool. uh, it could be d- just dudes? dudes? No. That's where my head goes first, but, like, obviously that's not applicable. Yeah. Because people of all genders listen. Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of gorgeous ladies yeah. who listen to this as well. Even though we do use dude as a ter- a non-gendered term. Most yeah. Of, anyway, but we don't want to get into the semantics. Yes. So, cinema heads, but are we cinema? I don't know. No. Yeah. We're not cinema heads. Stupid little bitches. bitches. Stupid little bitches. <laughs> That's Little, how we're going to address you guys. Yeah. <laughs> movie slats. <laughs> <laughs> Little cinema stinkers. Oh, my God. That's funny. I, like I don't stinkers. mind cinema stinkers. <laughs> What's up, cinema stinkers? Stinker. Back at Alex here. <laughs> well, a lovely okay. message we got from one if of our <laughs> cinema stinkers. I'm so sorry for using this. Um, But a lovely message uh, from TJ uh, said, love the idea of a commune. Yes. Thank you, TJ. You are invited with open arms. Yeah. Suggestion. Ask Joe from Zealot, our previous guest, uh, on organizing tips. Maybe do it in New Zealand because I live for Jacinda. And also when society collapses, I feel it'd be less dusty than Oz. Absolutely. That's very true. Okay, we will move once we get a little bubble. We'll move yeah. our commune over to NZ. Oh, yes, please. Love and, it. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, Great applications suggestion. are open. Um, but TJ goes on. TJ is thorough TJ. with messages. Uh, I'm going on vacay in a few weeks, so lying quite low until then. Rag. But I thought this was fairly interesting. Amazon opened grocery stores in Seattle. Uh, oh, my God, it's from Seattle. Seattle. What's up, TJ from Seattle? Uh, including this one, which uh, also hold on, including this one, which is also an Amazon Go. Basically, there are no tills and you can scan in with your Prime account and it uses cameras to track what you get and it's usually super accurate. Then you just walk out like a shoplifter. What? And it's what charges you to your Amazon account for all of Yeah. Whoa. Seattle is in the future. Right. Oh, my God. So exciting. Um, And TJ finally signed us off saying, that's all. That's all? You're That's so all? generous. But get ready to have your faces see some sick sights. Ah. Because TJ also attached a photo of our tote bag out front of said Amazon store. Yes. <gasps> Thank you so much, T. You're such a little stinker. You, uh, I don't know. Does that work? <laughs> no, I, you, everyone needs we'll to see. give us feedback on this. 
Thank you, TJ. We love you. Thank you. So keep those lovely messages coming, everyone. Yeah. And (laughs) this week, we are kind of like jumping along the same train as we did last week. It's an extension somewhat. Taking a direct order from our previous guest to watch this movie. Yes. (laughs) A a live request that you all heard. A live request. So this this week, (laughs) this goes out to Mama Mike Goldstein. Oh, Mike Gorgeous, as you all know him. (laughs) And we've decided to do another Kurt Russell, John Carpenter film called Escape from New York. Mm. Had you ever heard of this movie? God, no. Neither had I. Like, I, it, sound, it sounds like a classic 80s movie. Totally. Um, I was like, Escape from New York? But that's a city. We <laughs> like New York, don't yeah. we? What, why does he want to get out of there? What's going on here? So what did you think it was about before we watched it? Uh, Adira says what was about escaping from New York. Interesting. Yes. Um, I'll work it out later. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how you got to that later. Yeah. And I've got some time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like dystopian vibes for sure. Okay. Like, okay. I can yeah. smell it. I can smell it from a mile away. Interesting. So I didn't pick the dystopian vibes. I mm. assumed that he was like, maybe he was a gangster or something, and he had to leave New York because right. he was wanted as a wanted criminal, and so he had to escape the city. And for some reason, it was difficult to do that. Oh, mm. okay. I really like that. I like that too. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. Put it to the studio. From Sydney. <laughs> I also was for a second picturing like a crocodile Dundee kind of thing, like you're like uh-huh. George of the Jungle, and it's yeah. like you don't belong here in that big city. Yes, like fish out of water. Yeah, you little thing. monkey boy. <laughs> it's like escape from New York in bracket city zoo, like yeah. not actual city. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out you were right. It was very like yeah, post-apocalyptic kind of future. All the way in the future of 1997. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Cool. So shall we jump in? Let's do it. New York, 1997. The entire city is a walled maximum security prison. The bridges are mined. The rivers are patrolled. And the United States police force has everything under control, they think. I'm going in. John Carpenter's Escape from New York, the high adventure of the future. One man must go in where no man has ever gotten out. Escape from New York. New York is a disease. Meet the cure. What? Is this the right movie? Maybe it's... Yeah, it is. Okay. I totally agree with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them know. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1997, the island of Manhattan has been walled off and turned into a giant maximum security prison within which the country's worst criminals are left to form their own anarchic society however when the president of the united states crash lands on the island there the authorities that turn to a former soldier and current convict to rescue him Woo. okay yes that fills in a lot of blanks for me okay. because <laughs> i need to make a full confession please so uh as <laughs> i i set aside time to watch the movie last night 
Um, but I made an adult decision mm-hmm. to get rip roaringly drunk. Great. <laughs> and I don't. I'm going to be honest. Don't remember a whole lot. Oh, you still watch shit, but under yes. the yes, 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 the veil of yes of the drunken. So yes. at the start of it, yeah, remember that. Cool. Middle part, a blank scene missing here. Sure, 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 sure. And then this morning, I rewatched the last thirty minutes. <laughs> So I was like, I've got a rough hold. Okay. So you got happens. the bookends. <laughs> yes. So yeah. to fill in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Because I did watch it all. I just don't really remember a lot of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So we can figure this out together. Okay. This is going to be Beck and Alex figure out the plot <laughs> episode. <from> <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. do you want to do a synopsis from what you do remember? Yes. All, all right. right. So Manhattan is a prison now. Because the crime rate increased by 400%. Yeah, so there's a, there's a little text at the beginning yeah. to explain what the background of this is. And, yeah, so crime rates rose. So they like just 400% specifically. <laughs> and that's their cap, I guess, yeah. to turning an entire city into a maximum security prison. But there's no re- they don't give a reason why. Yeah. That told me the whole time. I was like... What happened? Something happened to these people to make them riot. I want to watch a prequel to Escape from New York. Yes. Yes. I'm like, why are so many of these people locked up? Like, why is it like this so crazy and like an unmanageable amount of prisoners that they just like surrender Manhattan and they're like, we don't even want to guard these people. They're so (laughs) fucking crazy. And what what happened to the millions of people that lived in Manhattan at the time? Where did they go? That would have been such a hard transaction to make. Like, I mean, and this is like the whole island of Manhattan, just like one day they drank something, I guess, and they all went crazy anyway. Not the government's fault. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> we had nothing to do with it. Now you're stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, it's, you're right. It's a prison, and they've got guards on the island, but then they also manage the prison off the island. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, like, and they have, like, people, like, escaping on, like, you know, homemade rafts and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm like, I'm just like... Fuck off. Oh, no. <laughs> I wish I'd, I was just like, I don't get, like, this is like, we have, like, there's real prisons like this in real life. Like. Yeah. What, like. I think it was very much, because this is made in 1981. Mm. So it's probably a very cool, like, original concept. Yeah. Back then that would have, like, this would have probably been, like, really fucking mind blowing mm. at the time. Just for the concept alone. Yeah. Um, But. I have too many questions to start with. Like, I don't want to start a movie with a million questions that go unanswered. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my big one. I was like, okay, I don't, I, first of all, I don't judge these people. You've given me no context. All yeah. right. Yeah. I'm not just going to judge an island of criminals. Yeah. Because you called them an island of criminals. Because <laughs> you have nowhere else to put them. You can't tell me what to think. <laughs> not a fucking sheep. John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> oh okay so uh snake pliskin which is the name we were introduced to last week word and you thought that jack burton was a main character all american 1980s film hero wait do you mean snake Pliskin. Have you met Snake Pliskin? Okay, so again, Snake Pliskin is like the dark version of mm. 
Jack Burton. He's the evil twin. Yes. Yes. He has an eye patch for one. (laughs) Literally has an eye patch. So he talks in whispers. Yes. Very Clint Eastwood. Yes. Esque. And also wears the tightest snakeskin pants I've ever seen. To prison. To prison. He wore him to prison. Yeah. And then he was in prison. And then they were like, we need you to come and do this thing for us. And he's like, not without my tights. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> those tights. And, oh, my word. Like spandex, mild grey yeah. camo. Kind of, I mean, I loved them. Mm. I was there for them. Oh, they were hot. But I didn't understand them. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know who made this outfit. <laughs> but they were making some. They've never been to prison. Let me tell you that much. Isn't he meant to be like a war veteran? Yeah. I don't know if that is. This is disrespectful. Standard discharge garb. Well, there also was like so many like camp elements. Yeah. Of this in a weird way for a movie that has no color palette whatsoever. Oh my God. Get ready to squint for for an hour and 40 minutes. It was so dark again. fucking dark. And, like, no, like, eye-catching color whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But still, like, really can't. Like, it's, like, him and his, like, tight pants and eye patch. Yeah. And then I was the – when I rewatched the last 30 minutes this morning, the guy driving the car that has, like, chandeliers on the front. Oh, yeah. And a disco ball as the mirror. (laughs) I was like, is this a float from Mardi Gras? This is crazy. (laughs) Or is this 1981's Escape from New York? (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) anyway so he goes and he has to save the president um everyone's like lying and being shifty criminals and be like the president's dead no he's not this is the Mm. president haha no it's not (laughs) oh my god the president has this briefcase no he doesn't we cut it off no it's actually a tape ha 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 like that's yeah that's one two three yeah the plot was that the whole middle part pretty much okay cool it was just him yeah like going around looking for the president and meeting different unsavory characters who are trying to right. throw him off the scent. Yeah, so that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Okay. But my question is, so so there are prisoners, obviously there's prisoners in the prison that are mm. being guarded. Mm. But then, so they're also, there's all this, like this underworld community yeah. that live in the streets of Manhattan out in the non-prison bits. Oh, yeah, because I was like a cab driver. Yeah, they, yeah. And there's this whole other like gang of people who aren't being guarded by mm. the guards. So I think... They're implying, yeah, there's a whole other community that just live, like they, they just didn't make it off the island at the mass exodus and now they still live there. Mm. But then there's also the, pre- I don't know. It did make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Uh, the, pant- the pants were amazing. Yes. And I thank the movie for the pants. Yeah, they were truly holding this whole movie together. They were the main character. With their tight, tight seams, just <gasps> oh gripping God. to those thighs. Oh, my God. Did you find Snake Plissken hot? I did. Oh my god, say. Oh okay. my god. I was like, I was like, I didn't <gasps> want to. I didn't want to because no. it's like it's so cheesy of like he's got an eye patch and his shoulders around and look at his tight pants. And he's all hairy on his chest. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's mean. so hot. It was. I don't I wonder if we would find it hot if we didn't have Jack. Burton from last week first. Yeah, if we'd gone straight from the thing to this. Yeah. No, we, I wouldn't. You're yep. so right. Because this is another, this is a serious role. There's no like, there's no levity or comedy in this from yeah. him. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe Jack Burton endeared him to us. Mm. And then this, it was like Jack Burton, but in like a really hot outfit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I would like just mm. find him annoying in this. Yeah. If I didn't know that he had range. Yeah. He's got range. Yeah. Just like me and Tom Hardy. Yeah, true. So yeah. learning to love. Really again. nice of you to give these really just independent <laughs> unknowns in Hollywood a go. You know, they, they're getting up there. They're giving it their best go. And, you know, like if they support. ever want to come on the podcast, more than welcome to. Mm. Um, it'd be good to give them a leg up in yes. the industry. Then that elevator down. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently Kurt Russell actually pitched himself for the role of Snake Plissken. Oh. Because um, he was very so he was very keen to shake off his Disney image. So he must have Kurt Russell must have done like Disney films or something before this. I'm sorry, what? Like we have only seen him in very serious roles. In, yeah, so, I mean like you definitely, the, it's like he's known for the thing. The thing. It's one of the biggest movies of all time. What yeah. are you trying to shake? What Disney image? Was he like Aladdin at some I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him You're in the trying settings. too hard, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, my God. Is it that he was Santa Claus? Oh, okay. In something? Okay, he's in like the hateful. Hold on, let me look back in time. All right, this movie came out in, I mean, 88, did it? 81. 81. Oh, oh! So this was before Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. <gasps> okay, all right. Well, then before that, he was doing the quest. A bunch of movies called The Quest. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's in the Disneyland series, <clears throat> but this is all post the thing. Okay. Movie called Charlie and the Angel. Okay, I mm. don't like that. That implies wow. that. Okay, wow. It has. It's. It's not Charlie's Angels. Don't you dare use those two words in yeah, the same title. Yeah, they existed at that time for sure. Yeah, rude. Yeah, what? What Disney image? Go away. Yeah, you're being silly. Well, whatever it is, I like this new mulled tights shirtless eye patch look mm. he's got going on in this one. Yeah, really good. It's working for me the whole time. I was just. Yeah, he's just he's a sexy man. Mm. He's like built, but he's not like crazy built. Yeah. And like he's still got some like he's still got some weight on him and like Yeah. I mean sorry. I just, Alex, I lost you for I a second. I think there. I love Kurt Russell now. I think I'm jealous of Goldie Horn. I I meet her. But I'm also jealous of Kurt, Kurt Russell for marrying Goldie Horn. Yes, cuz she's also gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. It's really conflicting. God damn. So, um, did you did you think he was super duper sexy in this? Yes, yeah, yeah. Particularly like, the last thirty minutes that I watched, which is really the only part that I remember of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the last bit is where he got real hot too, because that's where he's in like the boxing ring. Yeah, he's boxing someone. I don't know why. I couldn't work it out, but I was like, I don't think the plot of this movie really counts. Yeah, like other movies. Yeah, it, it was weird because I like literally was when I started rewatching was the boxing scene. And I was like, okay. I don't know how we got here. How we, how, why I, are we boxing? Why did we get into this? Like, <laughs> yeah, and like when he was like w- walking through to get to the the boxing ring and stuff, just beautiful shots. Mm. There was a shot right at the end where he's on a bridge. Yeah, and he's like Maggie, he's dead or something. Yes, that's the moment where I my heart oh. was sent a flutter. Me too. Beautiful lighting, like he's got a halo almost. Yeah, he's a gorgeous man, a real like hero shot. But then that follows mm. the weirdest part of the movie, 
which I was like, the editor needs to be spoken to about this mm-hmm. scene. Where he's like, Maggie's dead. Let's just go. But Maggie can't let it go. No. She's got to pick up a. Well, he hands her the gun, which I was like, That's right. Yep. Try harder, dude. Like, don't. <laughs> She's clearly in shock. Maggie, don't. Yeah. Don't stay. And she's like pushing her away. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. No. Use my gun. Don't. <laughs> don't use it though. Don't do anything crazy, Maggie. Fine. I'll take the safety off for you. But don't All do right. anything no, with it. No, stop. It's just so you feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. scene. Mm. Um, but then, like, so Maggie goes and she's, like, shooting at this car, but it cuts between, like, the car and her so many times, and every single time she has a different expression on her face. <laughs> oh, I love that shit yeah. from old movies. At one point, she looks like she's, at first she's, like, in shock, and then she's, like, horny for the car, <laughs> and then she's just, like, once she's, like, biting her lip and aiming, <laughs> and then another one, she just looks, like, enraged. I was like like her demo reel yeah what is this an snl audition into the movie (laughs) (laughs) great yeah so i was like okay this is fucking wild i got big sigourney weaver weaver vibes from her i thought it was sigourney weaver for Mm. the first time that i saw it i was like is that what did she dye her hair what's going on it would make sense for the time and the era and like that it was kind of like an actiony movie mm. and stuff. But the reason I knew it wasn't Sigourney was because of them tatas. Did you notice them tatas? Oh, yes. They made it very obvious. They the were tatas. a secondary character. <laughs> the way they were displayed for a 1981 movie where she wasn't like, it wasn't Baywatch or anything. Yeah. They were on they were out and about. Display. And I think, like, she has, like, the kind of boobs uh, that it's, like, it doesn't matter what you put her in. Mm. They're going to be around They're going to be there. Yeah. yeah. It feels like they put the wardrobe together and then put her in it and was like, oh. Okay. I mean, I guess, Sorry, you know, I forgot. <laughs> you get two places in the credits. That's happening. Look, I'm not. I'm. I think it was great. She yeah. was beautiful, and I'm just jealous. This is all uh, I'm just jealous. Not mad about it at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Some for everyone in this. Exactly. <laughs> um. Did you recognize any cast? No. Yeah. Lots no of one. Old dudes. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the president is all like he kind of rang a bell, yeah. but he was also like very blank slate like mm. i didn't want to, i was like don't save him yeah he's boring kill him he's yeah he's not a leader yeah Get someone else exactly oh he was oh my god hold on hold on hold on he was played by a guy called donald pleasance what what an awful name that's not a name and he was in the original halloween movie Oh, mm. which I think is John Carpenter as well. I think so. Okay. <gasps> Him and John yeah. Carpenter are best friends. That's cute. Cute. We love it. That's cute. <laughs> um, I got it. Speaking of this, the dude cinema of it all, I got a big Mad Maxi vibe from this movie. Yes. In the, like the weirdness of the apocalyptic society. Yes, everyone wearing a lot of like Quirky. leather and costumes. Yes, very camp. Um, 
Yeah, and I think this is around the same time as the first Mad Max. Yeah. Which I remember uh, we found out was like just huge for cinema and starting the whole post-apocalyptic society stuff in movies. Yeah. Um, you can – oh, you're so – I can see the parallels. Yeah. <gasps> just lots of – yeah, lots of leather, lots of camp. Lots and of cars. Talks. Yeah, big hair like mohawks and shit. Yeah. Yeah, souped up cars. I guess if it's the end of the world, then it's like, yeah, you truly would just be like, fuck it, I'll wear what I want. Yeah. Like, I've been in lockdown for eight weeks and I'm like, I'm going to bleach my own hair. I'm going to do it. Oh, my God, you're there. Yeah, I'm Are there. Are you there already? I'm desperately don't. I'm <gasps> desperately holding back because yeah. I'll fuck it up. That's a big commitment. You, you can't go from black to blonde on your own. You need to consult a hairdresser. You really do. <laughs> Take but, it. I've done it myself. Twice, the first time was too hard, too fast, and most of my hair burnt off. It was <gasps> literal jelly. Oh, my God. The hairdresser did that, though, not me. Okay. Uh, and then second time, much more gradual, like spent about, about a year getting it up from black, and then that's how you keep it healthy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can't just go straight from one to the other. A lockdown situation. <laughs> yeah. I have the first time I dyed my hair blonde, I did it at home with just like a packet dye, <sighs> and it was a bright orange. Yeah, yeah. Like this great photo of it like it was like right I bet it felt really good and <laughs> not sticky yeah oh fuck like brittle hay yeah. <laughs> there's a great oh because I got like for my 18th birthday my present was uh to go skydiving oh uh and I did this the week beforehand <gasps> so I famously when they're like do you want the footage and I was like no <laughs> I don't want any. I don't want any evidence. Do you guys have like this. a superimposing situation? Yeah. Can, like you change hair colors on this footage of the sky. No. Okay. Yeah. No, all right. I'm well fine. then, that's. Can I have it in black and white? <laughs> Is that a request that I can make? What about a sepia? A yeah. sepia would really hide the orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Yes. Uh, okay. So yeah. I said so famously. Think- sorry, in reference to that story. Famous. Famously, I don't think. <laughs> A single one of my family members would remember that. (laughs) She's telling the skydiving story. (laughs) Oh, everyone get around. We sell it every Christmas. (laughs) New new idea wrote an article about it. Oh, my God. Rebecca Charlotte's tell-all. Yeah. (laughs) How I fucked my hair. That I want to start doing that before you say anything about yourself. Just say the word famously. I famously. What? Oh, what I think I said it before and I'm so sorry. I, I famously went to get a coffee this morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Being in lockdown for so long, I'm getting really ref- – because I'm only communicating with, like, a few people in mm. person. Yeah. And it's people that are close to me. Sure. That I'm like really com- like getting conscious of how I talk and like really like picking apart and realizing things that I do. Oh my god, no! That yeah. sounds awful. It's so bad. I'm like, I don't think I know how to have a conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to anything anyone's ever said before. I'm awful. How do I have any friends? Okay, I can tell you from me. I am a part of this study that you. <laughs> decided to embark upon as a subject of the study i could say that it's totally incorrect thank You're you excellent conversationalist it's this fucking lockdown God it's making it. us self-reflect and i hate it i hate it i'm growing i'm learning i don't want it yeah we stay the same forever let me just be silly oh <laughs> uh, anyway uh, back to this movie okay so yeah so very mad maxi vibes 
from the community. Uh, I mean, oh, something that I really didn't like, and I don't know if you even clocked this because it was a real quick, uh, like a real quick shot. It's like there's a little bit of a rapey scene. Oh, in no, this. I didn't see this. It was early on. I think it was like when we first introduced to the underground society, mm. um, and Snake Pliskin is walking around and stuff. And there's this group of dudes, and they're just kind of like, this is, they're standing up, and they're just kind of passing a woman between them, and she's all like, I think you can tell she's been like drugged or something, and then yeah. they like rip open her shirt, and oh. the snake like keeps kind of walking. So it's like to show how barbaric this society is. But Snake Pliskin. I just was saying, I was like, why do all of these old movies just have to chuck a little bit of like, a little bit of rape scene in there to like mm. pepper it, or I don't know, make it. Something. Yeah. It's like, ugh, there it is again. I think because people didn't know that that people in the 80s were like, well, that's never happened to actually anyone. Yeah. They didn't right. have me too yet to know that sexual assault actually happens. Sure, sure, and it's sure. quite upsetting yeah. and triggering for people. So they were like, it's just it's just a silly thing we put in it's movies a plot to device, say guys. Yeah. things are bad. Exactly. That's what, yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy, why wouldn't we do that? <laughs> Give me one good reason why we wouldn't. Exactly. Can't. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, on this like boardroom, just like screaming. Boardroom full of straight white men. Tell yeah. me why yeah. this is a bad idea. No oh, woman's ever remember. told me that she was sexually assaulted. Then it mustn't have it ever happened. It mustn't have ever happened then. You're right. Yeah. This is fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Also, so there's a sequel to this movie. Yes. It's Escape from LA. LA, which I'm confused. <laughs> Because LA is not an island. I think it's, yeah, it's landlocked. Mm. We've been there. Yeah. We've seen it. I got it. out of it really easy. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't an escape at all. You just kind of keep driving. Yeah. I guess if it was like, I reckon it's like Escape from Las Vegas would be awesome. Because that's Ooh, like yeah. in the middle of nowhere. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, so what do you think Escape from LA is about? Do you reckon they turn that into another maximum security? Because it's made 17 years later what? than this one. Is old. Fuck. Kurt Russell's old by then. <laughs> Yucky. Snake is old. Is it still him in it? I think so, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's... it is because I read that he um he was really happy that he kept all of his like costumes from Escape from New York and he still fit into them by the time <gasps> Escape from LA came around. Okay, stop flirting. Yeah. I mean, maybe now we have to watch Escape from LA. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm sorry for doubting it before. <laughs> I shut my dumb mouth. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, or it could be like um, that <laughs> LA breaks away, just like there's an earthquake <laughs> and the whole thing just floats off. <laughs> I think I would also have questions for the origin of that movie as yeah. well. <laughs> we need a prequel to this too, guys. Or like the Church of Scientology just builds a wall around Hollywood it and is like, yeah. okay, symbolically we owned you before, mm-hmm. but no, we actually own you. You're prisoners. Everyone has to be a Scientologist now. Yes, so. and then Snake Pliskin's like, not yet yeah. because check out these tights. And then Tom Cruise is like, oh, my God, Snake, you've saved everyone. And that's yeah. the whole plot of Escape from L.A. Yeah. It's like, I will not go clear. And they're like, what? <laughs> but what about this bulge? Yeah. <laughs> um, I Okay. One thing I was very proud of myself at, I, mm. think, I think I'm getting really good at movies now. Because there was a moment in this movie, I think it was getting good at, like, the symbolism around the shit. Because there was a moment where... 
like heaps of the underworld people were running in one direction and Snake was like, what's going on? I don't know what we're running from. But he starts to run with them mm. um, because that's just – and I, I was like, oh, that's a super vibe of like when you see a swarm of uh, – Rats running, you yeah. run with them because, you know, they're running away from something. And usually in movies right. they use that like because there's a tidal wave coming or something, you know. Oh. And I was like, that's symbolism. They're implying that these underworld people are like rats. <gasps> and then very next shot, a bunch of rats also running. Whoa, Alexia. Thank you. Oh my God. Also, I didn't know that about rats. So Okay, I think that's just from movie. I don't know if that's a real thing. I think that's a movie device. Like the, when you see a swarm of rats running. <laughs> A tidal wave's coming, obviously. Ha <laughs> <laughs> cut to me going to a gig in King's Cross in a few months where there's constantly rats running around. And I'm like, guys, we have to where go. Where do I go? <laughs> we have to run. <laughs> Quick, everyone uh, behind the Coke sign. Quingly. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. I would love to say I have more than this movie, but unfortunately, beer stole that from me. And <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Guys, I love love talking about movies so much, but I getting drunk last night was so fun. I oh, have, I was like living vicariously through you because I got some <laughs> lovely voice messages from you and Skip during the situation, and it was so much fun. I was like, I was too drunk to text. So I was just <laughs> like, "What's up?" <laughs> it was like I was here with you. <laughs> I'm gonna do that more often. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a Patreon tier where. <laughs> late all of yeah. these drunk voice messages right. to Alex. I send you a personalized oh. drunk message. <laughs> we can authentically hear me peeing in the background. You were. It One was. of them was extra echoey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a new $10 tier, $20 tier. Okay, I would say higher than that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Clearly you didn't value the messages. $20, but you have to commit for a year. Yeah, I'm going to buy a case of beer in the process, Okay. <laughs> The things you do for your art. Exactly. Admirable. (laughs) Yeah, look, I've really um, stretched out all of my notes at this point. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's wrap. (laughs) All right, on that note, that's it. That's all we have to say about this movie. (laughs) Alexia. Yes. I know the answer to this, Mm -hmm. but just for the sake of consistency, did this movie make you horny? Yes. Snake Pliskin, you're my snake. Yeah, you can pliss my skin. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'll pliss your snake. (laughs) Did it make you horny? Uh, Yes, yeah. Go off snake pliskin. Um, (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would you recommend this movie on a date? No. God, no. No. Like, it's so dark and like, this is a nearly a two-hour movie as well. Yeah. which I, I hate. Look, I, I was following the plot easily enough, mm. like enough to still like be like, I'm not completely lost. But it just wasn't, yeah. Mm. I think the darkness of it mainly. Yeah. It's all set at night. It's literally set at night. They had to shoot at nighttime, I read, like they would sleep all day and shoot from like 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. Oh, God, like that sounds months. awful. Yeah. No one, yeah, no one. <laughs> Poor, what's her name? Was doing all the different faces. She's like, I'm exa- I haven't slept properly just in months. Stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, a no from me on a day. What about you? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's yeah worth it Mm-mm. or needed at all. I think yeah, in general, I'm yeah. like, do not recommend. Oh, unless you just want to be like, what's an example of Kurt Russell being crazy hot? Yeah, yeah. Then that's it. Yeah, cool. Um, ratings. How many? 
skin tight. Snake plus skin pants. Ugh. How many plus skin pants out of five do you give this movie? I give this a 2.5, just straight down the middle. Okay. Without the Pliskin pants element, I mm. think it would have been like a two or even a one. Wow. Just like it was fine, but mm. just nothing to ever write home about. Yeah. How about fair you? Enough. I, I give it like a soft two. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, they're just not like skin just, tight. Yeah, yeah. But they, they still imply. Yes. <laughs> course and that's all we need is the implication <laughs> i think yeah watching this after big trouble in little china yeah. was a real letdown um big time. i think we regularly if we watch a movie like it seems to be with the same actor in it directly after the, the one like one after the other we get very disappointed yeah the first one is often the best yeah. one because that's the one we're most recommended exactly. and then people are like oh well if you like that yeah here's their second best I'm option gonna disappoint you yeah <laughs> All right, I think, and we've done Kurt Russell to death now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're good on Kurt. Mm. I think we're good on Kurt. Yeah. I respect him. He's mm. hot. And, and I finally understand the Goldie Horn situation. Yeah. But hilarious couple. And I love, I love, it's so cool to see a committed couple. There's something about it that you're just like, oh, yes. It's beautiful. But not everyone gets divorced. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes people sneak through. Yeah. And it's nice. Gorge. Mm. Um, well, Alexia. Yes, my love. That was Escape from New York. That was Escape from New York. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we watch yet another <laughs> film. <laughs> you see yet another Kurt Russell. <laughs> I got you. Oh. I, I didn't tell you, but I planned it all. We do watch yet another film. And if you want to mm. keep up with us and which movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to do cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to like get in touch with us, I mean, you've just said that. Oh my God. How many times have in this outro? <laughs> Um, other ways that you can support us if you feel like it one is following us on wherever you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. that's a massive help if you want to uh, do that but elaborate more leave us a five star review yes uh, and in it you can tell us what movie we should watch and we'll review it for you put it on that big fat list of ours that we are slowly making our way through exactly for example this beautiful review from Katie AR21 Via Apple Podcasts Australia, five stars, guilty. I will recommend this podcast to anyone who will listen, which means at some point down the line, I am sure content about people shaming people for not knowing about this podcast will be a very, very real thing. Oh, Katie. That's a meta review. I love that. I love that. Took me a sec. And you're a very smart lady. Well done. Yes. Thank you, Katie. I like what you did there. Um, and another way you can support us is getting on our Patreon. Oh, yes. Which, huge news. We are going weekly from weekly, now baby. on. So there is more content. And then we also have a tier just for ad-free versions yes. of the podcast, if that's your vibe as well. Um, this week we are doing a breakdown of the Free Britney movement. <sighs> Britney is someone that we talk about regularly on this podcast, particularly mm-hmm. her Instagram feed. And we, if you are not uh across it we want to explain it to you because it's very important yep. yeah um and we've merch as merch. always cinemapod.com. yeah get on board like lovely tj taking a little bag around the world so fantastic love you it. can be part of that club too mm. love it um and one more thing yes alexia i love 
Kumite to you. And to you and yours.